This is a Radio Days Africa 2017 podcast. For more action from RDA 17, click to radiodaysafrica.co.za. To continue the conversation and share the learning, tweet at Radio Days Africa or use the hashtag RDA17. So, we continue um, with another, another session. Welcome back. Um, the, the name of the session is The Digital King. Uh, it was intended as a kind of panel discussion of various um, online radio station initiatives. It hasn't quite worked out that way, but I'm really pleased to be able to welcome Tony Malam, uh, who is in fact associated with one of them, um, with, uh, with Spoo's initiative. Um, but in this case, we'll be speaking about something, um, a, a very innovative approach to taking digital radio into public transport, specifically into taxis. But I'll, I'll, I'll invite Tony to, to give more detail himself. He's got um, uh, a pedigree as long as three arms, I think, in radio. <laughs> so he's a real veteran. Um, and it's great to have you here. Over to you, Tony. Thank Thanks. you, Franz. Yeah, no, it is a bit of a veteran. I see a couple of others in the room here, Stan and Neil, uh, Alfie down the back there. Guys, apologies, first of all, for this was supposed to be run by, by Spoo. Um, unfortunately, his dad passed this week, so he's pretty preoccupied with the family, um, so he does send his apologies. But uh, Spoo and I are partners, so we've been very involved in this concept, and I hope I can take you through it in as much passion and um, detail as he would have done so. So thank you for the opportunity. Um, very interesting listening to what uh, Arthur had to say about uh, the future and the way that you know, we as radio people have to think about what's coming and where we're going. Um, Radio artificial intelligence, not so sure about that one. The Spotify's, Pandora's, Apple Music, all of that type of thing, it's happening. This is a digital radio station that we are busy launching right now. Um, we actually went live on air, it's called Massive Metro. We went live on air on the 2nd of May, and we're busy rolling out our infrastructure right now. And one has to ask the question, if you're digital, why do you need infrastructure? Well, it's very simple. Um, at this stage, FM radio is still a very dominant medium in the country, reaching 94% of the people, and in South Africa, commanding a very high, by international standards, rate of 16% of ad spend. Um, the latest BRC RAMs and the various uh, research studies that have been done are quoting figures that 40% of people are listening to radio in this country on their mobile phones. Now, immediately, everybody assumes that streaming radio is therefore a huge hit in the country. What you've got to realize is the bulk of that listening on mobile phones is still the traditional FM radio using your, your buds as, a, as an FM receiver. So I would say of that 40%, probably 2% of it is pure digital radio that people are actually streaming on their phones. And I mean, what, what is the obvious barrier to digital radio in this country? And, and Arthur touched on it. It's data. So data has been so expensive and free radio has been out there for so long, why would people pay to listen to a radio station, a digital radio station? And two years ago, a guy called Gareth Cliff took the plunge, said goodbye to real radio, uh, went across to what he called unradio, and started the digital radio revolution. Ion is out there, uh, John's after me, he's, he's coming, there's a lot of digital radio happening. But, how do you get across and how do you break in to the mass market using a digital radio medium? And that's exactly what we are all about. So Massive Metro, in affiliation with a company called Massive Media, 
is launching a radio station to the taxi market in this country. Um, just to give you a bit of background about massive media, they started in 2027, uh, so coming up 10 years ago, putting TVs into taxis. And before I get too deep into that, the, coming into this business was a revelation for me. Um, my background is in traditional radio. I, I was at the SABC in the 90s. Um, I was one of the owners of KFM 96 when the first privatizations took place. I launched Smile FM, I launched Rise, Vuma for Times Media, and this is my latest project. And I really have to say, this is probably one of the most exciting projects. And when the guy spoke to me about radio for the taxi industry, I needed a lot of education. And I mean, what people don't realize is how big this industry is. That 15 million people a day use 200,000 taxis to get around the country, that the bulk of those people are actually employed. This is going to be one of the most lucrative markets ever. Our own research in this business shows that the profile, the LSM profile is seven, eight, and nine. So we're talking about potentially 15 million listeners here, if you get this right, with a very strong spending profile, a very lucrative market. So the guys started 10 years ago with TVs in taxis. They've still got those taxis today. There's about 900 of them out there. The problem with TV and taxi is that it's a data-rich environment, so you can't do live TV. It's canned, it's rolls, it still works. Uh, 2014, they decided to expand their network, and they moved into the ranks. So there's three big companies play in this space. There's ProVantage, Commuter, Media, uh, Commuter Net, and Massive Media. They've moved into ranks now, and they've put these massive screens, these big 12-square-meter TV screens, on top of towers. They brand the, the, the infrastructure around the rank, and it's become a very vibrant buzz. Eight of the biggest ranks that we have the rights to in Gauteng have a million people a day passing through them. So these numbers are huge. It's absolutely huge. Last year, <clears throat> they decided they'd look at uh, free Wi-Fi in those ranks. So in these eight major ranks, they installed Wi-Fi routers and started pro providing free Wi-Fi, sponsored free Wi-Fi, to the people passing through there. Massive learning curve, because what essentially happened is the first month that they were up doing it, nobody signed up. Signs all over the place, free Wi-Fi, you've got 20 megs a day, come and use it. Nobody did. Why? That trust factor that Arthur mentioned as well. People are very nervous about signing up for something for free, and suddenly you look and all your airtime's gone, your data's gone, it's been sucked up. Put activators into the queue, and this was a Sunlum sponsored campaign. First month, zero. Second month, activators in the queue, suddenly two or 3,000 people started using it. Third month, it rocketed, nine, 10,000 people. So the lesson learned there was that you have to get feet on the ground, you have to get people to trust you. The second lesson they learned was, if you're going to do this properly, with that type of scale, with a million people a day coming through here, you need to have seriously good data uh, provision. So we have partnered with Vodacom. Uh, I say partnered, it's, it's, they're our service provider. We're putting fiber into those ranks, and we're putting these major uh, Meraki routers where two or 3,000 people can concurrently stream Wi-Fi. So we've got, we got a serious player. And out of that, we realized we had more data than we need, because it's a, it's a VPN, it's an APN, that what else can we do with this data? And this is where Massive Metro was born. So let's do a radio station across this infrastructure targeted to this particular market. What is it that we're actually doing? We understand the urban commuters after 10 years in the business. 
We know their makeup. We have done extensive research with Freshly Ground Institute. So every time we run a big campaign in this market, we build our, infrastructure, we build our research data. We've interviewed thousands of people, and this is how we know about the LSM profile, about the genders, about the ages. We've got a massive database already. So we understand this market. We are going to fit 3,000 taxis in the next year and a half with a device that enables that taxi to stream the radio station into the taxi and hardwired to the speakers. Who remembers? You're probably all too young, but the oldies in the room. There was a service called Star Taxi 20 years ago. Cassettes. These guys used to preload cassettes with music and advertising and give it to the drivers every Friday. And next week they'd get a new cassette. That was in taxi entertainment and, and, and advertising. Star became CommuterNet. CommuterNet started doing a radio station in the ranks. CommuterNet started getting involved with the big screens in the ranks, started wrapping the taxis, and the radio station fell by the wayside. This is very similar. We're going back into the taxis. We are going to have a captive audience in those taxis. It's going to be played on the speakers. You have to say, well, hold on a second. How do you know the driver's not going to switch this thing off? Well, <clears throat> we have to incentivize the driver. People have worked with the taxi associations and the owners of the taxis for years in this taxi media business. No one has ever given the drivers anything. And you know that driver is king. The driver is the guy who is actually making a decision about what happens in that taxi. So you have to get him on board. Um, firstly, you have to make it a very entertaining radio station. You have to get guys that he enjoys. You have to get music that he enjoys. So it's got to be something that he's not going to tune out, tune in, I mean, uh, switch off or, or drown with his own stuff. That's easy enough to do, and that's, what we've, that's, that's where Spur and the team come on board. What we've also done is we have built a loyalty program for these drivers where they will every month get some free airtime, some free data, coupons, vouchers, discounts, a package really that is going to keep him entertained, and it all hinges on how long he stays up with the radio station. So we're incentivizing the driver. We're doing 3,000 taxis. Every 1,000 taxis gives us the equivalent of 700,000 listeners per week. How do I get that? 10 trips a day per taxi, 14 passengers conservatively per those taxis. These are the urban routes, guys. These are the 30-minute rides um, into town, out of town, from the ranks. Um, so, so they do 10 trips a day, five in the morning, five in the afternoon. That's 140 passengers per day per taxi, 140,000 per day for our 1,000 taxis, 700,000 a week. This is serious stuff. Um, so we do 3,000, we're looking at an audience of over two, 2 million a week. We're talking real numbers here. This is a real radio station from the start, in our opinion. We also then put free Wi-Fi in these ranks, and while you're standing in the rank, you can listen to the station for free, so no data in the taxi, no data in the rank. You're listening to a good radio station. It's not costing you anything. Um, eight major ranks, as I said, a million people a day are being exposed to this. Okay, no cost to the listener, and they can still carry on browsing while they're doing this thing. So it's not going to take their browsing away. They can still do Facebook, Instagram. They can still do the websites, do their transactions, do whatever it is. So a very attractive option for them. Sorry, speaker. Um, <clears throat> Our app is out there. It's, called, it's, it's Massive Metro without the E. We're in the Play Store. We're in the Apple Store. Um, so we're going to be encouraging people there. And then the most important thing of all is if you're going to do this, do it right. 
put a really shit hot, excuse my language, lineup together. And this is where um, we bring in our team. Just a quick distraction though, this is the type of infrastructure we currently have in the ranks we're talking about. We have posters, we have our taxis in the TVs, we have the big billboards and the big towers in the ranks, and all of them will be used. That, TV, that is a TV uh, screen up there. It's a 12 meter TV screen, two, three by four. That will be used in these ranks to drive people to listen to the station. The station's gonna have the biggest marketing budget of any new station in town. We've also got to deal with Sunday, Sunday World in Sowetan, so you're going to hear a lot in the upcoming months about Massive Metro. Our vision is obviously to, to run this through the next two years, build our taxi fleet, and then roll it out countrywide. We're starting in Gauteng, we'll go to KZN, and we'll go to Cape Town. When we get to Cape Town, we'll obviously have to look at, at languages as well, because this particular station is a mix of English and Isizulu. Cape Town, different, different style. But it just means putting more verticals into place. Um, interesting, and I, I, you can't read that, but in our Wi-Fi rank, we partnered with a company called SkyFi, who are going to give us all our analytics. And that what these guys can give us from a digital perspective is very scary. The number of sessions, the average length of the session, length of the session, the uh, type of phone that was used, then even such things as what type of browsing they did, which websites they went to, location, location, location. This is going to be Big Brother stuff. Now remember, anyone doing uh, downloading stuff for free, you have to give all these permissions, the whole poppy thing and, the, and, and, and flowing through the app. So that's going to be quite important. So the digital opportunities are huge. As of this week or possibly next week, I'm just waiting to check now, we are also the, on the landing page of, of, of SwiFi, which is the Swanee uh, Wi-Fi. Um, you know about that project. 1,000 hotspots across, across Swanee, um, 1.6 million unique subscribers, about 150,000 people a day on that, on that network. We are the station on the landing page there. So it gives us additional exposure. So guys, we've, we've, got, we've got a very big presence fairly, fairly quickly. In order for us to do this, we had to put together a team of people. I come from radio. Massive media has the taxi media and taxi environment, um, taxi, taxi knowledge. And then we approached the last, sorry, last year I was working for Times Media, in fact the last three years. And uh, I ran a station called Rise FM and a station called Vuma FM. And we contracted with DJ Spoo to do a syndicated breakfast show for both of those stations. In that year I got to know Spoo and his, his partner Nicholas. And when we came up with this project, I felt that Spoo was the natural one to talk to. So we have approached them. They have come on board. They are shareholders in the business. And this is the driving initiative behind the business. Um, and the, what, what they are definitely responsible for is putting together the best talent team that we could possibly have and then also managing that talent team. Just an aside, in the last few months, you've seen a spectacular amount of radio DJs running from station to station. It's sort of that annual hysteria where this one leaves Metro and joins Touch and that one leaves there and goes there. And it's just really every year we see the same situation. DJs moving around station to station. There's a, there's a saying in this industry, you never burn your bridges because everybody ultimately works for every station in their catchment market. So um, we decided to look at it differently. Other than Spoo, who will be doing our breakfast, this is a breakfast show that runs from 5 in the morning till 9. Um, it is a breakfast show that is going to be uh, absolute 
very, very different radio. Um, it's a mix of music. Our music is very much urban focused. It's guests. It's business. It's pleasure. It's wackiness. It's a team made up by Spoo and his guests and his producers and his and his sidekicks. Um, Aziza Masepi is part of it. She's um, she came. Uh, she's been with the team for quite a while now. Anyway, what we also lean heavily on is the social media presence of the guys we're putting on air. Spoo's got 600,000 followers on social media. Very important. Five to nine is the commute. Nine to 11, we have our youngsters, because we see, again, from the information we have on this market, this is when the kids are going to school, I mean, to, to varsity, to college, these are the kids in training. So this is a focus by young people on things like entrepreneurship, education, recruiting, job creation. Um, Sonia's been working with Spoo for the last two years. Uh, Dali comes from the Eastern Cape. Alfie, you still there? Okay. He was with uh, Link FM down there, actually, and very exciting team going there at the moment. At 12 o'clock, I'll come back to 11 to 12. At 12 o'clock, we've got two local Kazi legends. Selom Gadeza is a DJ ex-Jersey FM. He's also um, a club DJ, and he is a very well-known person around Johannesburg. And he's partnered with a guy called Fats. Don't ask me why he's called Fats, but he will introduce himself that way. <laughs> the two of them are very focused on the taxi drivers. They are going to be doing a lot of their shows from the ranks. They're going to be out there quite a bit. They're going to be the voice of the driver. Again, we're looking after the, the sort of driver's interest, which no one has ever done before. Car wash mixes, dedications, bringing, bringing guys in for interviews, and so it goes. Our afternoon drive starts at 3. Who knows Tembi? Everybody knows Tembi. 1.2 million followers on Twitter. This, this lady is huge. Ex-Boomshaka, uh, um, Rhythm City TV star, never been in radio before. In fact, a couple of these people have never been in radio before. We've had to train them. It's been an interesting experience. But she is absolutely loving it. And she, she runs a show from 3 to 6, but at 5 o'clock, she's joined by this guy, Zola Seven. Zola is, <laughs> is also well-known, <laughs> and that's an understatement of note. Again, a TV guy, a radio guy, I mean, a, a film guy, a musician, a quieter musician, a philosopher, a historian, is a cultural guy. You know, you don't want to get this guy going for two... We, he, talk about the short links. We really struggle to get him to keep the links short. But he is an interesting character, and between him and Tembi, lots of fireworks, lots of action... And it's about personalities, people. It's about giving people something of interest. At 6 o'clock, <laughs> 6 o'clock, Celeste joins the team. Tembi says goodbye. And Celeste joins Zola for the last hour of his show. She does her own show just after that called Seriously Celeste. And um, also never been in radio. She's a comedian. She's also on TV. Also got a big social media following. Also loving radio. So we've got some converts here. It's great. Um, coming back to 11 to 12 in the daytime, we have partnered with Soccer Laduma, the biggest soccer publisher in the country. They have never worked with any of the radio stations before. They recently did their own radio podcast, which is doing very well, but they love this concept. So they are providing us all our exclusive soccer content. Every half hour in the drive shows, so there will be a three-minute update, soccer bulletin, coming from them. They've got about 100-odd journalists. They've got access to every single player, manager, coach, 
in this country and many of them overseas as well. So it's going to be a great uh, source of soccer content. And then three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Mark Fish um, will be hosting a one-hour soccer show. So this is going to be, uh, he's, also, um, he's also being joined from, uh, by a lady that is currently on Supersport, and the two of them will, will anchor the show. We believe this is going to be the hottest property on the station, even outside of those other names. The interest we've got from advertisers on this show is already beyond belief because of the type of people you've got here, the interest in this market for this sport. Um, this is going to be legend. It's a syndication opportunity. So if any of you guys want to take it as a syndication, let me know. It's going to be Mondays is a review of the weekend, Wednesdays midweek matches, and Fridays preview of the upcoming weekend. Um, it's also got the potential to be a TV show so in time. But let's just walk a little first. So that's, that's our 11 to 12, creating stickiness outside of the commute as well. And then in the evening, we chill out a bit. We've got a DJ set. Um, DJ Switch is our host DJ. He'll be coming in and doing sets. But we like to think we're going to get some good guest DJs as well. Talking to people like Red Bull, they could introduce us to the Black Coffees. We can get Euphonic. We can get Shimza. We, we get a lot of guys that are willing to come in and do sets. Now, here's the beauty. Someone comes in. Let's say it's Black Coffee comes in tonight. He does a two-hour set. Um, we, we obviously record everything, we edit it overnight, we send it to our ranks. You get to the rank in the morning, listening to the station, the TV says, have you heard the latest set from Black Coffee? If you answer these questions brought to you by, you, will then quali you can then download the set for free on our, on our Wi-Fi. Because we, we send it once and it's sitting on the local server, so it doesn't cost us data. So people can download music and sets that happened the night before and it's a sponsorable opportunity too. Okay, um, not to just, just, just to wrap up and explain what we've done here. Digital radio has traditionally been a very exciting space to play in. There's just this huge opportunity coming. It's always been, it's been like nobody's going to do the big move across to digital radio because of the data cost, as we said in our opening statement. What we've done here, our differentiator to everyone else out there right now, is we are targeting a specific sector that has numbers, that has income, that has the potential to spend, and that we can reach in the zones that they spend a lot of time in. The average dwell time in the ranks is half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the afternoon. The average trip is half an hour. If we can get them for four hours a day, our TSLs are gonna be very good. Um, we're doing it for free, and hopefully in seeing that type of lineup and being exposed to the station in these commutes, they will spend more time with the station. We say during the day, for example, we like to think they'll use the boss's Wi-Fi because everybody's got Wi-Fi in the workplace this, these days. Nighttime is about the only time right now that they'd have to spend money for data. But if you think about it, all of these people with smartphones that are already downloading music on apps, they're spending money anyway. So a little bit of data can't be too much. We're talking to uh, the cell phone guys about zero rating. We're talking to the cell phone guys about subscription models, 10 rand, 20 rand a month, to get full access to this ad-free access. So what do you think? Okay. Um, thanks very much. Um, questions? I'm sure there must be a number. Um, yes, Palessa? Okay, well... 
Okay, now you now you're touching on on the the purest model. Okay, have you got that off your chest now? <laughs> I think, I think what happens, um, you've, got, you've got the public broadcaster, you've got the commercial guys that are paying massive fees to uh, Centec, they're paying massive fees to CASA. Um, we've got an opportunity in digital radio to do that, to do exactly what you're describing, is to do something very different to what's been done. Okay? Um, bringing in celebrities is not what it's all about. We brought in the celebrities because we believe they've got power to do something. These Spoon, Nicholas, Aziza, Faith Mangopi's joined us as well. She's probably the, she's one of the, the senior producers. She's on uh, ETV. Um, they are putting together a very exciting, different type of radio station. So it still will have music. It'll still have news. It'll have soccer. But, you know, other than that, it's, we don't have a prescribed music format. We don't have a prescribed language format. We are not dictated to by a very rigorous or, 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 or um, strict license conditions from ECASA. We've got an ECS. It's as simple as that. Shouldn't, have, shouldn't that have been your opportunity to do things differently then? So we're doing it differently. You have nothing to lose. So we're doing it differently. Try the station first. Um, you know, uh, uh, okay. I'm not going to win this one. No, I don't think you will. But it's okay. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Um, I, mean, I think you're touching on some really important questions. I mean, I think yeah. it is about format as much as it is about platforms. Um, any other... Any other questions and points? Yes. Yes. Uh, how do you make sure that the people who have air can relate to 
Okay, so so a few of these guys are ex-drivers themselves, including Spook. So so they've they've they've, they've commuted. They've lived this life, they've been in those ranks, they've been in the queues, they've driven the taxis, some of them, um, and, and there will be obviously ongoing interaction with listeners. Let's talk of uh, Fisher, the one who will be doing the different, different. Yeah. Now, Fisher's there because of his soccer knowledge and his soccer contracts. He will be bringing in the most awesome soccer people. That's why we've got Fish. Um, and it's about, the, it's about the subject, not about the environment. But the rest of the time, you know, the people we've got on board have all been in a taxi um, as part of their lives. They've grown up in that sort of environment, even Tembi. Uh, yeah, there's one question here and then one um, uh, to Maling, yeah? Just speak up. I just wanted to find out, when it comes to content selection, right, you're speaking about the driver is king, so therefore you, you're presented for basically profiling the driver and getting him to actually buy into the content in order to stick to them listening to the radio station. But however, all the people that travel, the 15 plus passengers in the actual taxi, do we actually know what kind of people they are in order to you know, kind of encourage them to keep listening as opposed to me switching to my own music on my headphones. Mm. Uh, because if the content is directed to the driver, that does not necessarily speak to me so, as a passenger. So my apologies if I confused you. We said the content had to be attractive to the driver, and that's, that's one of the departure points. But it's not everything. I mean, we've, we've got a, we're putting together an entertaining radio station that hopefully appeals to the driver and the passengers. The other thing is that in our, in our Wi-Fi zones, we have the opportunity every day to ask people questions. So on the landing page, you've got to, ask two, you've got to answer two questions to go forward, um, which is fine. If you're getting 50 megs, you, people have been willing to do it. We don't see any kickback on it. And we can ask questions, and we can actually research what's working, what's not working. Tell us about our radio station. Do you like the music? Do you like the presenters? What's our news like? Um, but more uh, sort of multiple choice, very quick answer questions and use that as a research tool to see whether we're on the right track or not. But it's not all about the drivers. So the drivers, for example, the 12 to 3, the quiet time mm -hmm. is why we've put the two guys out there that are going to have a lot of empathy with the drivers, going to spend time with the drivers, because there's not a lot of traffic in the actual ranks at, the, at that part of the day. So we can afford to pamper the drivers a little more. But the rest of it is, 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 is aimed at the listeners. Um, so it's not exclusively for drivers. <coughs> sure. Um, the free Wi-Fi incentives to the drivers, to the passengers. Do I get anything? Well, there's competitions. Okay. There's, there's obviously competitions. So, and and one of the things, for example, is if if a passenger in that taxi wins a prize, the driver wins a prize as well, um, because we've got the technology through these. Once people register on our Wi-Fi networks, we get their MAC address, and our device in the taxi can actually recognise when one of those phones comes into the taxi. So the driver will encourage listenership and engagement as well. Okay, thanks. Uh, uh, one more question from Mr. Meleng, the last question there. Yes, I think they covered most of the questions I wanted to ask. Um, the last, just one question I want to ask is, how then are you going to justify the measurements of the matrix? Um, because I'm largely interested in how you apply the number of people that commute for 30 minutes on a daily basis, what then will constitute your listener? Somebody who clicks and then for three seconds 
So the 700,000 people in the taxi, I think this is a model, again, something I just want to emphasize. 3,000 taxis out of 200,000 nationwide is not going to give us full coverage. Our taxis are a means of exposing people to this radio station and encouraging them to listen in other spots as well. So the 700,000 in a week might be a good reach, but it's not a huge frequency. So we, we can't tell how much listening is going on, very, you know, as you, as you say. You can't tell in, in the taxi how many people are listening for how long. It's, it's captive radio. We're forcing radio onto them. So we don't know. Maybe they're going to put their buds back in and listen to their own station. But what we will know in the Wi-Fi uh, zones is the analytics are good enough that we can see how many people listened, how long they, they listened for, so their listening sessions, exactly what they did while they were listening. Um, so we're going to have huge digital information. And this is purely, so, so we see the taxis as being very important for the first couple of years until we get our full digital audience. And thereafter, it's all about the digital metrics more than anything else. I mean, this could be a great programmatic buying station once we build a big database of listeners down the road. Right now, though, we're launching it as a station with the potential to reach an analog audience as well in the taxis as a digital audience in the ranks. So the metrics are going to be very important. Perfect question. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, let's give Tony a round of applause. A very interesting and innovative initiative. Thank you. That was a Radio Days Africa 2017 podcast. For more content on demand, click to radiodaysafrica.co.za. To continue the conversation and share the learning, tweet at Radio Days Africa or use the hashtag RDA17.